Welcome to Minute Impossible. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to investigate with us the Mission Impossible franchise one minute at a time. I'm Jonathan. I'm Chris. I'm Molly. And I'm Jarf. Welcome. We have two new guests this week, Chris, that have never been on our show. Oh, poor but people. Ah, uh, oh, poor people. <laughs> we, uh, we suckered them in. Exactly. <laughs> Suckers. Suckers. Well, welcome. This is. I uh, will introduce them right now, and then we can talk to them. <clears throat> Whether you're stuck in a cabin in the woods or in the penal island of Manhattan, you should know our first guest. Penal. She's the host of both the Cabin in the Woods cast and the Escape from New York Minute. And our first new guest this week, Molly Bailey. I'm sending you all to Manhattan prison, bitches. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> uh, call me Snake. <laughs> all right, and our second guest... If you'd like to escape your mundane existence, see what I did there? Escape twice? Mundane. Yeah, okay. You can mundane. start by listening to Joe versus The Minute, a podcast co-hosted by our next guest, who you may know as Jeffrey or maybe as Jarf, but he prefers Jarf. <laughs> it's Jarf Harden. I've done it. I've crossed over from listener to guest. I've made it, and I want to give an extra special shout-out to myself Future Jarf listening to the podcast. Welcome, Future Jarf. Well, you're past He's Jarf. He's past Jarf. Well, welcome, well, past hello Jarf. Hello to Future Jarf. <laughs> hello to Future Jarf, yes. Future Jarf and uh, is Manhattan, is Manhattan a, a prison then? Future Jarf, just li- oh, yeah. send us back. What Let us know. Future? Let us know. Send us an email or a future text. Mm, it's not good. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Things are bad? I think the Things entire U.S. Is a, is a prison at that point. <laughs> oh. Well, welcome, guys. This is Minute 91 through 95 this week. We're super excited to have you guys on. There's a lot going on. You get the quintessential minute at the end of the week, and you get a lot of ramp-up minutes to it, a lot of slow-mo and a lot of doves. So we're super excited for you guys to be here. Yeah. You can talk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's that's how a podcast works? Okay. Yeah. No, there's always the awkward pause after the announcement of like, hey. (laughs) <laughs> it's time for you to respond now. <laughs> here's a quick here's a quick uh, uh sum up for you guys. Molly, what is your relationship to this movie franchise? I really enjoy it in general, except for the third one. The third one sucks. I'm so sorry. But uh, I'm not into the the marriage storyline. Um Ghost Protocol is my favorite of the series. Mm. Mine too. Mine too. Um we own that one. Um I will also say, and you're going to give me a, a uh, but I got married in 2006 at Redondo uh, Beach. Uh, no, I uh, wait, 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 wait for it. Uh. Wait for okay, it. Sorry, and sorry. I am a huge U2 fan. Love Bono. Love The Edge. And I used the theme, the redone theme from the Mission Impossible first movie. You know, that like, oh, you just got married. You're walking into the whole reception area. That was the song that played. So I have tender feelings in my heart I, i'm good with that impossible. i mean I, that so. makes sense i mean i get that it that sounds awesome that sounds awesome why would we uh it i don't know i think you'd be like what the f- I, I like i like that that uh that you two are the bono and the uh not sorry not bono and the edge uh adam clayton one i don't like that one i like that that theme and the only the only thing i would be uh about is that you're in sand and sand gets everywhere I hate <laughs> sand. Mm-hmm. how do you hate sand <laughs> It's coarse. It gets everywhere. <laughs> well, Molly, I'm just wondering, was that the extent of the Mission Impossible tie-in, or was that incorporated in your vow somehow? No, that was it. Your mission. That was it. Should, should you choose to um, accept That's kind of a par- personal question to ask her about her about, about <laughs> the, the sex play they had with like <laughs> harnesses and things. That's very personal, oh all right? Oh, my God. 
It's a PG podcast. We're a PG podcast. <laughs> all right, I'll rain, I'll rain it in. No, there's no honeymoon uh, Mission Impossible porn, unfortunately. Um, it's just it's just the it's just the fun intro to the reception music. So, lots of love. <laughs> That's a good song, Jarf. What song uh, did you? What song is special? Okay, we had two questions. What's your history with this movie? And what song has a special place in your heart from this series? We'll start that. So my history with the movie is I've only seen three and. Rogue Nation. I know. That's a weird way to approach the franchise. See, I didn't do any Oz for Molly stuff, but you're you're getting a uh I know. <laughs> what? That doesn't even make any sense. It's it's just the way that it happened. And then I have never seen two before being a listener this year. So this is the first movies by minute podcast that I've been watching the movie in time with keeping current on the podcast ah. so so you watch a week along with the show or do you watch each minute individually so i watch five minutes at a time at the end of the week and i i talked with some folks in the facebook group about do they watch before they listen or after i really prefer to watch after because then i'm not only watching that five minutes of the show, but I'm also remembering all the funny bits from the show over the week. So it's a really fun way to experience it. And I haven't seen any further than the minutes we're covering this week. Oh, interesting. 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 Well, you have good minutes. Yeah, exactly. So you get at least some cool stuff. Um, Amazing stuff. Yes. Let me explain. Oh, what song? What song is uh, any of these songs? Since you've only seen two of the weirdest ones. And part of this one, like, so, is there anything, anything stick out? So nothing that has a special place in my life history, but I did find the soundtrack to this movie on cassette. At I, my saw, that, I saw that. I saw that. That was so pretty that, awesome. That was a nice gem. Yeah. A little time capsule. Hmm. Well, see, like a lot of the other movies don't really use a lot of music, but their trailers did. Like the, um, the Rogue Nation trailer used a um, whole lot of love, I think. From Zeppelin, and then I think the uh, the Ghost Protocol one used uh, the "Won't Back Down" by Eminem, which I thought was pretty cool. Both of those trailers mm. are really good too. That was when we were still using popular music and trailers, yeah. even though there's no popular music really in the movie. Exactly. That's it's a. We- I'm glad we've pivoted away from it. I actually didn't. I well, as we talked about last week with Christian, you know, music inspired by yeah. the movie. <laughs> right. Those those albums suck. Yeah. Those albums all suck. Except I mean, they they're, they all have good songs on them, but you're like, it's a cash grab, and it's not. Well, you, you know, know some would say the Batman Forever soundtrack inspired by was better than the movie. Hey, mm. that is a great soundtrack. It is not count in my. No, that's that's like what I've. I, it's still on my on my on my iPad on my iPad, so I still listen to it. On my so iPhone, good. yeah, it's a good one. Um, Kiss from a well, Rose is le- hey, uh, that's another. There's another YouTube song on there. Yeah, uh, hold me, thrill me, kiss, kiss me, kill me, kill me. me. yeah, and yep. that's a legit song. That so. is a good song. Yeah, cosine. I think I think uh, Fallout used uh, music in the trailer though, didn't it, Jonathan? It, it had that uh, that Imagine Dragons song. Yeah, it did. Trailer. It did. Yeah. Yep. That was, and I wonder if that's because they. I, I don't know if um, Lauren had to come in late. Was he? You know, he. I know he had time to do this. So yeah, he was. He was on board, but I think it was because it. It sounded. I mean, I'm not complaining. It was a great trailer with a great piece of music on it. But they uh, they cleaned it up to to make it uh, more Mission Impossible. Hmm. So that was cool. Minute ninety one. 
Minute 91 begins with Chimera and Bellerophon getting tested and ends with stock options to be a little more precise. (laughs) (laughs) This is where we get into the very Trade Federation section of this movie. movie. (laughs) Luckily, it's only for two minutes out of this whole movie talk about this Fakakta new plan that uh, Ambrose has. Uh, This is where we're we're basically seeing the uh, DNA thingamajig okaying that they have both Bellerophon and Chimera. In their in their cool little dual microscope thing, I wanted to talk about this scientist that's running the test. He he's looking through the microscope. He he sees that kind of DNA matchup, and they do that nice little grid with the DNA sequencer. Kind of reminded me of the John Madden football circa <laughs> Super Nintendo <laughs> football play. But once he confirms it, he says. The blood's loaded with chimera. That's gross. It's also not what any scientist would say. No, no. Maybe a Jurassic Park scientist. Oh, this blood is thick with chimera. It's like, it's not putting. It's filthy with chimera. Well, this movie is hilariously funny in the what the euphemisms used. Like, like we'll hear one this week. Um, but the the way that they talk to each other. Robert Town at this point, I think, is at the end of his uh, brain-addled, uh, <laughs> drunken stupor on this movie, yeah. and he's just literally like, "I don't care, I'm just, <laughs> just uh, put a sock in it." It's loaded with yeah, put a sock <laughs> in it, everybody. And I went, and I, of course, I had to go down the rabbit hole, and I was like, "Okay, so they got the human blood, and it's got it's a uh, Nias blood, and it's got the Chimera virus in it." And I actually was like. Yeah, but does that mean that the blood is also the virus? And I had to go look it up because they kind of match it against – they have like a left side that is green and that's for uh, Bellerophon or Chimera. And then the right – no, excuse me. Left side is green and that is Bellerophon. Bellerif- the cure is green. The blood is uh, the, the, the the virus uh, Chimera. And so I was looking at it and going, okay, so is there DNA like – it's checking human DNA. What you're talking about looks like the Madden, you know, yeah. uh, the X's and O's yeah. that's connecting and making a hundred percent match. Is that is human DNA used in making viruses? And are they that complex? Some viruses are simple, you know. But I went and looked it up. This does seem to hold up. Uh, how much human DNA is in a virus? I went through a couple of things, and there is usually five to eight percent of the human genome is in. Most viruses, and we know this is a super virus that was also made in a lab. So we think it's got a larger because it's so virulent and so um, extreme that it's got more human DNA in it. So when they do the test, I was first like going to poke holes in the fact that they made it like the the virus more complex than it really was. Now, now when you when you're talking about this little little thing that they're looking at, they're not looking at Bellerophon and Chimera. They're just looking at Chimera. It's just simple because the little thing says, I'm looking at it right now. It says DNA sequence map chimera, sequence map mm-hmm. tendered sample. So they're verifying oh, the DNA of chimera right. you know what? to her blood. Right. But when they And then at the end, the they dropped chim- a little green towards the end. It kills the To kill chimera. the chimera. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, so they're doing it against the sample that they already had in someone else's blood? Are, are either something or something they've gotten some sort of you know, wherever they've got it. So I'm like, did they have a a map? They just have a DNA sequence map. That's all it is. And they're mapping that to 
the sample. So that way they, I assume they, they did anyway, because this yeah. was a genetically modified thing. They were spending millions of dollars yeah. to make. So, yeah. So that's what, like. that's what it is that they're doing in the sequence. And, uh, also, and the last thing I'll talk about viruses is the simplest virus, uh, has four proteins. So most small, simple viruses have four proteins. This one has probably more. And obviously the humans have a lot more protein sequences in our DNA. So, so like the simple Billy of viruses just has four. Yeah, what are you saying? On the <laughs> well, it's calling. He doesn't know his name, Simple Billy. So we can't actually. He can't find what? What's my name, mate? Simple Never mind. Billy. It doesn't Poor matter. Simple. It's, yeah, don't tell him. Don't tell him. Guy, guy flies helicopters. Don't tell him that he's simple. He'll kill us all. <laughs> <laughs> then halfway through this scene, uh, John McCloy seems happy. And he, well, as happy as John McCloy gets. <laughs> He, he looks at him. He's like, all right, you've got it. Here's your, you know, I got you $32 million. Uh, and he's in the business of, I guess, giving money away too. We didn't know that. He, uh, one of his many things that he does, he gives, he, uh, says he's going to give him the money. And Ambrose is like, I'm not in it for the money. I actually want stock. Everybody, and everybody kind of looks. And so does, um, Stamp kind of looks like, oh yeah, he said stock. <laughs> <laughs> and he says stock options to be precise. Because he's tricksy that way. Yeah, so uh, the beginning of his Machiavellian plan is <laughs> he wants stock options. The most prosaic of things. <laughs> it is 2000. We'll talk about it more in the, in the upcoming episodes of, you know, if you can, you can now, but if you want to. But what do you think of this plan? I actually felt a lot of secondhand embarrassment for him <laughs> when he was talking about this plan because it, he is very much that guy who thinks he's about to say something really cool and he gives a pause and then he drops it and you're like, that, no. No yeah, one like, eh. cares about that. Literally no one. No, man, just take the money and run because, you know, he's, go- he's banking off the thought that, oh, she's going to, you know, cause this plague and all of a sudden he's going to need to. Got, their stock option is going to go up, you know, through the roof. I can tell. Well, we'll talk about that in upcoming minutes. Yeah. But he's like, he's basically like, I can tell that you've brought your accountant and a and one scientist, and I'd like to talk to you now about stock options and contracts. And, and you're like, <laughs> I'm like, you should have told him this beforehand. Yeah, because he's not. He, gonna he's be not going to have all that stuff ready. No, none of this stuff could be done because last um, they talked, it was 32 million pounds. Yeah. Based on the uh, now, so he's the things that he's got lined up. He so he right now what he's got lined up is he has other people on the line that want to buy this. He's allowing Biosite to buy it because he, in the long run he would rather make a lot of money. We'll talk about it tomorrow how much money he's thinking about making. But this was not the original plan of Biosite, correct? They were just going to. This was just something they. This is one of those things where I was like, what was Biosite building Chimera for? They stumbled on it, yeah. They stumbled on it because they were trying to create like an all-out all flu, flu, flu cure or a, right. a, a super cure, and they right. ended up creating a super bug. Now, do they have a super cure in Bellerophon? At this moment, if they got back Bellerophon, do they now have a super cure for the flu, for all flus? Uh, that, that's something we weren't, I wasn't clear on. Whether mm. they, okay. Yeah, that's a good question, though. That seems more know. valuable than the... The bioweapon. Yeah, we've talked about it before. Because of its uh, virulence, it's it'll wipe itself out. It's one of those things where, yeah, you could, like, let's say the entire country of Australia got this disease. Everybody would be dead. 
I'm sure there will be a few people in the pockets that get out, but it's so virulent that it actually kills off its host so quickly. But then it becomes airborne. Uh, Well, yeah, that's my other question is that she's been kind of hanging out with everybody in the closed, you know, confined. She's not good until 22 hours. Yeah. Oh, that's when it's actually infectious. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, I thought it was 20 hours until she dies. Yeah, that's what I thought. When he starts the timer of 20, I thought it was you've got 20 hours to live. No, you've got 20 hours till you ex- uh you become are exposed gooey. to it, yeah. Mm, okay. Oh, so you're and like when you're gooey is when you're uh, oh, other people can get it. Oh, okay. That's yeah. good clarification. Wow. Wow, so you're okay, got it. So, cuz they showed earlier on in the movie when they have the pictures of the other doctor who got it. Yeah. At at like 19 hours, he's fine. He looks like he has the flu. Yeah. And at 20 hours, he's like <laughs> you know, he's like He's like like starting to bleed out of his eyeballs, and then by twenty two hours, he's completely like everything's ruptured. Okay, so so it hits fast. This uh, this allows us to see a little more of the the room, the the, the John C. McCloy uh, stockpile room, or the uh, what, what's the name of this place again? What did I call the it last island, week? The slab. The slab. What? It's the <laughs> island that he lives in, or the slab? It it's the slab house. Oh, gotcha. This is the slab house room. That's right. The only other lines from the script that are any different is uh, McCloy seems a little more put out by the money thing. He says, that's all I've got. And then Ambrose checks with uh, Eth- uh, with Tom Cruise's cousin. <laughs> and Tom Cruise's cousin basically says he has more money to spend. But because he's a computer nerd, I guess he checked his bank records. So that that's the only difference in this scene. So this scene's basically the same as in the, uh, as in the script mm. and in the movie. Gotcha. And this is basically the uh, oh the one thing we did find out uh, we found out the name did I say this in a previous episode with the name I think I did what the name of these uh, metal hot dog tubes are they're called Kev canisters oh really so now we know that what they're called if I did mention it I apologize it's been a while since we recorded so I couldn't remember no I don't think if. you have mentioned it okay great well yeah those are Kev canister canisters we called them uh, uh, metal hot dog tubes but I went and looked them up. I can't find Kev canisters as a thing. There are different things that are called Kev and canister, but it wasn't like the tube that I was looking for. So I don't know where the name comes from. Hmm. Everybody, can, uh, everybody in the IMF, go figure out where the, what a Kev canister is <laughs> and let me know because I don't know. Creation of Robert Town. And as this minute ends, we will. Uh, it's a good place to probably go into Tech of the Ep because we'll have more going on when stocks come up. You know, Tech of the Ep kind of goes downhill, <laughs> but um, <laughs> we'll go verify ourselves in the Tech of the Ep room. Let's uh, let's all walk over there right now. Walk walk over to, with me to my uh, giant contraption. All right, uh, we're here. It seems like everyone's 100% verified here in the uh, Tech of the App room. Jarf, we're going to start with you first, put you on the spot. You've, you've heard our show, so you know what Techs of the Eps are. Um, what tech in this episode do you think was the most interesting? My Tech of the App is the John Madden DNA sequencer. It's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. They just call it a microscope in the script, which sucks. I really, really wish it had it. Yeah, I'm like, that's it, really? It's kind of a lot of stuff. It's got, you can stick a tube in, and then it's got graphics. Yeah. It's a sequence it mapper. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Chris, what about you? I was going to go with the same one. I think that's the best thing in it. 
Yeah. It, well, it, when you're when you're in a room of concrete, yeah, sometimes you have to pick the one thing that's actually a computer. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it, was, it was either that or or, or uh, Ambrose's. Um, Denim jacket, denim outfit, denim suit, as it were. <laughs> it's so darkly lit in this, you almost can't tell he's wearing denim. No. I wonder if on, on set they had to, like, the Foley artist is like, are you? do you want me to mimic the denim? They're like, no, we're taking that all out. Because it was, like, just a lot of... <laughs> as he stands up and talks. Man, that suit's almost a worse sin than them blowing up everybody in that plane. <laughs> Second, it's the it's the it's the second worst sin in this movie. There's been murder already, and the second worst is that suit. <laughs> Most of the sins in the in the movie come from Ambrose himself, whether they be suits or lines of dialogues, or- karate chops to the necks. There's lots, yeah, Oof. neck breakage. Molly, what about you? Text of the app. You know, I'm just really impressed with the little uh, little containers that the virus and uh, the Blair form are in. Um, so the you, Kev Kev canister, the Kev canister. I, I've got the yin for the Kev canister, um, and maybe just because I've been looking at a lot of readouts, like hot wireframe readouts in uh, Escape from New York Minute. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a screen. Yay, you figured it out. Cool. Thanks for the language um, and the the visuals. But yeah, I I just the canisters are just like super cool for me. So it's my vote. Yeah, they're pretty cool. I like it too. My mine is actually some of the wording that was in the sequencer map at the top at second twenty two. It talks about the sen- sample analysis and says it's a comparison scan between the Bruni Island sample. And I'm like, who took the time to put in the name of the place where they be working on the sample? Hmm. Isn't that isn't that odd? It's Bear Island that they're on. Bruni Island is also what it's called. Its nickname is Bear Island. They're on. That's where they're on right now. And I just like. That's odd. They didn't know. I I don't remember. Did they always? Was it named Bruni Island? Is it like the name of the file? Is the sample named Bruni Island sample? Yeah, because they must have been conducting files there or something. I mean, tests there. I don't know. Yeah, I don't even. It's kind of poor it's, file management, really. Well, it doesn't say like Naya's blood sample. <laughs> or, I don't know. Unfortunate like host one. <laughs> <laughs> MacGuffin one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Those are all great. Yeah. That's a great place to end. Then we can uh, come back for minute 92 and talk more about this slab house. And uh, we get to learn the inner workings of uh, stock options. God help us. Oh boy. It's going to be, it's going to be brutal. So um, on Mondays we do plugs. So we'll start with Molly. Molly, uh, you can plug anything you'd like, either your show or something you'd want people to watch or whatever you want. Cool. Uh, well, I've got I've got two plugs. Um, the first one is Cabin Minute Cast, uh, which is the movies by minute that I did with Heidi Bennett, which is taking Cabin in the Woods one minute at a time. So if you're got a thing for the horror and uh, a little bit of Joss Whedon action, um, it's good. Um, right now, I'm doing uh, Escape from New York Minute uh, with Eric Deutsch, and uh, we are at. NY Minute Pod on Twitter, and we have a Facebook group, Brains Library, the Escape from New York Minute Hangout. And you can go to growlermedia.com and you can check out um, that podcast and a bunch of other cool ones. So, yeah, that's what I got. Nice. Jarf, what about you? So, I've got two plugs. First, I want to plug the Movies by Minutes trivia cage match. <laughs> so, 
a lot of our friends from the Movies by Minute community are going to be testing their geeky movie trivia skills, and it's all a fundraiser for the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, which mm-hmm. is near and dear to my heart, and it personally affects a lot of friends of mine. So I, I, it's our second annual one. It's really fun, and I personally appreciate it. And it's going to be as I understand, available on this feed later this year and then a lot of the other shows that are participating on their feed too. So lots of ways to check it out. And then I'm right now in pre-production for Joe versus the Minute. So that's going to be a Movies by Minute look at Joe versus the Volcano. And I'm doing that with Tierney Steele, who you probably know from the never-ending minute. And And last week. And last (laughs) Last week. (laughs) And uh, right now she's working on MASH Minute as well. And uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun, a way that you can uh, spend your week with Tierney and I and Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. So you can... And it's a great movie. I mean, not enough people have seen it, and that's that's a sad thing. We got to get word out there about it. So great. Such a great movie. Such a great movie, yeah. I saw it in the theater twice. Well, we'll have to have you on. Definitely. I'm okay. <laughs> not a fan, Jonathan. It's not that I'm not a fan. Uh, I saw it and it made me sick to my stomach. The the yellowish light from the beginning of the movie uh, when he's in like all all that uh, the office building, dressing fluorescent light, yeah. and I was like, I don't like this movie. And I turned it off. I've never seen the whole end. I don't oh, know how wow. it ends. I don't know if Joe beats the volcano or the volcano beats Joe. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, it's mostly that that it's just gloomy German expressionist, sad Tom Hanks. <laughs> oh, for two fantastic! Hours. That's, that's yeah. what he's really known for. <laughs> <laughs> and then he plunges in a volcano and dies. That's the movie. Oh, awesome! I love love love. Uh, you know, I actually should watch the end of that movie. <laughs> I'm on a depressing thing. I did watch the uh, I did watch Godfather three for the first time ever. Uh, la- this last weekend, so maybe it's time for me to watch Joe versus the Volcano and be happy at the end with. It's got Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks, and they're the best. So not one, not two, but three. Three Meg, Meg Ryan, exactly. What? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's right. I knew. I think I'd seen two of them before I turned it off. I don't, I don't remember. I have such vague recollections of that movie. I'll I'll have to watch it. I'll have to watch it. I'll have to watch yeah, it. now we got to have you on because I, I w- would really love to have guests come on who are seeing it for the first time, mm. as well as of course. Well, that'll be me. Um, <laughs> there we go. And and just so everybody knows, yeah, the cystic fibrosis uh, fibrosion. Just so everybody knows, the Cystic uh, Fibrosis Foundation uh, does a lot of good work, and we are raising money. And last week, up on the IMF group, we started talking about it, and we're also going to start talking about it more uh, this week on the group. And I'll have links out for uh, where you can give. You can donate. Just donate. You can also donate to a team. Uh, I am on a team. I'm on the winning team from last year. <laughs> it's because I'm the best. And uh, <laughs> the the Woodyard plus uh, Liz. So we are going – the Dum Dum Squad is going to be trying to uh, beat everybody again this year. And if you guys do donate to us, you're not donating to us. You are donating for in, for in our name to the CF Foundation. And what you're doing is – in the link, you'll be able to actually give us help and hints in the trivia contest. But we'd love you guys to give anyway because it's a great uh, it's a great charity and uh, a lot of people work really hard on it. So there'll definitely be a lot more information this week. So thank you so much for that shout out. And yes, you can donate a lifeline for your favorite movies by minute team, and you're us. literally giving a lifeline <laughs> to people with cystic fibrosis. So yes, that's the most important thing. 
the, that we win, not the cystic fibrosis <laughs> thing. That we win not the cure. a second time in a row. <laughs> that a bunch of middle-aged people win um, a <laughs> trivia contest. So, all right. Well, until tomorrow, I've been Jonathan. I've been Chris. I've been Jarf. And I'm Molly. This minute will self-destruct in five, four. Oh, he's a counter. I'm all for that. <laughs> <laughs> Only all my counties get to cut. See you next time on the show.